The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Michael Connolly, who is an old friend. By old friend, I mean a young friend, but someone who I've known for a little while. Right. I mean, we're not old. Well, we're, we've aged out of the young professionals, I think, because um, we're both above 40, yep. but um, they still let older they let us in they let us in we started um, the whole thing so they right. can't they yeah, can't get rid of exactly. us exactly you can never kick us out <laughs> i was driving around the car in the car today with um my kids and charlie my six-year-old said mom do you know that i read in the guinness book of world records that the oldest person was 188 years old and i was like well that doesn't sound right <laughs> i don't believe that yeah true. i was like i think we have to fact check that when i'm not driving the vehicle Later today. So that would be old. That would You're not right. be a young professional, but That's we're not true. that old. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so we first met, and I was laughing about this on the ride over because we kind of met around the time when Alfonso Santanello of the Creative Strategy Agency yep. was also a young professional back in the day. And he convinced us to do <laughs> a business show together with he him. He surely did. Which no one should Google. And I might not say the name of it. I don't know if you're going to say the name of it. Biz News. Yeah, Biz News. Please. Uh, it was, uh, yeah. It was a great episode. What are you talking uh, about? Oh, great. I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was the three of us. See no evil, hear no evil, and speak no evil on rotation. Yep. Um, but that was really fun. And then you owned... Stinky Cakes. Yep. Mm -hmm. So do you want to talk a little bit about you and where you're from? You know, Stinky Cakes as an entrepreneur, how you got your start. Yeah. Um, I feel like your story is just so good. And if people haven't heard of you or met you or seen you or known of your companies, I mean, they've probably been living under a rock maybe, but <laughs> I'm glad that you're here. That's a, so great, thanks, that's a great compliment. Thanks for being here. No, you're everywhere. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you can't call yourself the standout truck king if you're not seen as everywhere. Let's let's go with that. Right, which but, is your, your current business. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, But no, I, I, I've been an entrepreneur my entire life. I literally started at nine by accident. Um, started a, a candy company. I told the kids from my, my school, hey, listen. I don't have any more of this candy here. Come to the house. And, you know, that's when I, I learned entrepreneurship. But most importantly, that's when I learned marketing. And um, I've just been doing it ever since. I just, I just, I just, I have a, I have a great mind to identify a problem. But I, I, I have so much useless facts in my mind that I'm able to, t to, t to see a problem and take some of those useless facts and create a solution and a system to get paid. So, like, that's, that's what I do. But that's also a marketing brain, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, day. that's like the strategic, like puzzling, and then it comes together in this really unique way that I feel like is promotional and marketing oriented. All day. So I got this one. I, I like. I literally want to go back to all my school teachers throughout the years that always gave me, you know, he's great, but he's too talkative. He'd do so much better if he talked less. Cause like now I make all my money from talking. So like they were wrong. I, I, I'm going to go back and let them all know. Mm -hmm. So all the kids just getting talkative on your report cards, just tell your parents you're about to get into marketing. Where'd you grow up? <laughs> I grew up in the Bahamas. Okay. So born and raised in Freeport, Freeport, Bahamas. And then when I was about 17, 18, my mother had moved to Florida and she was a flight attendant. She ended up meeting a guy from Wilbraham, Massachusetts. They end up getting married, and he's like, hey, listen, your mom's not going to move here unless you come. And I was like, yeah, well, I don't really want to come to Massachusetts. And then at the time, I didn't know how I was paying for school. 
And he said, hey, I'll pay for you to go to school if you come. And I was like, say less, I'm here. But I ended up, I ended up paying, he paid for the first semester and I ended up paying for the rest. Because I got this thing where like, it's weird. I, I, I'm a giver and love doing things to people, but like I hate taking things from people. So I got a job as a, as a dishwasher and that's how I ended up paying to go to HCC. Well, and usually when you take things from people, there's an I.O. or an expect or, yeah. you know, whether it's actual, well, real, intangible or in your head. His, his, you catch, know, was, his catch was yeah. he was able to market to my mother that, no, your kids are going to come, too, if you move. So that yeah. was, you know, I, I gave I was his wingman with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, is he still around? In yeah, your they're still married. And, oh, they, they're still good. married. Yep. Yeah, that's good. So that was a good move. It then. worked out. Yeah. In the end. <laughs> it's not the end yet. I always say that you never you know, it's it's working out so far. So far or right. you, you don't know if it's going to work out because it's not the end yet. Yet, this you know. is true. Yeah. Cool. So you were doing candy. I, I love that candy story. Yeah. Um, at your grams, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it was like your grandma was super entrepreneurial too. Well, so by ac- she was by accident. She just loved candy. So what happened was she would fly over to Florida because her sister lived in Florida and she would go to Costco and BJ's and come back. What for me as a kid was like a mountain of candy. So like I started taking it to school because the kids in my class, like we had flavors of Jolly Ranchers and Nerds at the school, so it didn't have because she got the most current stuff from America. And then um, I just started giving out. I didn't know I was doing this. I was just being kind, giving candy, but I realized I was giving out samples. So kids started asking me for candy. And I always say I wish this part of the story was cooler, but I was being a jerk when I said this. I was like, OK, I sell it now because I figured if I say I sell it, they would leave me alone. But thankfully, the first set this kid said, OK, well, how much? And, you know, being... Um, knowing I can't sell it for the same amount, I, the packet said fifty cent. I said a dollar, and they they paid me. So yeah, like, I travel. Was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was it was it was great. It was early shipping. Was you were great. figuring out shipping costs before even you knew about Amazon <laughs> no, or whatever. Knew, like, no, at that point, I just knew I wanted to make a little bit of money, so yeah, oh, yeah. it worked out. But yeah, the markup. That's it. Yeah. So my first, my first. Um, my first business decision was to tell them I sold out. And the only reason I did this is because I knew they had little brothers and little sisters that weren't in the class. So they started coming to the house, and instead of making $1, $2 at school, I was making 3 4 5 at the house. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was, and my family had no idea this was going on. I literally used to sit and watch when they were coming down the street, and I would run out because I, I kind of knew what they would, would want. And I was just, I was doing that for months. You had your book, All day. Tara Brewster, yep. Two Sour dr- Patch Kids. Yep, that's it. All day. That's exactly what it was. So I would go back and forth. I, but Get my kitty face. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was taking care of the neighborhood. Yeah, no, I, it, it, your story actually reminds me of elementary school, probably similar to you. But, you know, you, you would trade what you had in your lunch yep. for lunch tickets or you'd go to the dairy, dairy Mart before school and you'd spend your lunch money on the candy. And it was a total swapping, like total That's like it. entrepreneurial exchange. Yeah. I, saw, I always say, like, young kids, like, they have it all figured out. Like, yeah. as you become an adult and then you make things complicated, then it gets, you know, it gets becomes extra and you just feel like you can't do it anymore. Right. And, like, like I'm, I'm big on teaching. Like, I have this group called Marketing and Cupcakes, marketingcupcakes.com. Like, I teach marketing, right? And one of the, the main message I tell the members is that keep your marketing simple. Like if 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 a, if a five or six year old first grader second grader can't understand what you do or how to buy from you, you're doing too much mm-hmm. and you're leaving money on the table. So like if you keep your marketing simple, like even with the standout truck, I tell my clients, listen, ten words or less. Explain what you do in ten words or less, and we put it on the truck, and you could get customers. Like mm-hmm. the, the more simple you could make it, the better the better it is for you. And I, that's why I tell people all the time too, like. 
I'm so thankful that I learned marketing at nine, year, nine years old. So all the great marketing that people see me doing and, and, they, and they're attached to is because there's a nine-year-old marketing to them. If I did it as a 40-year-old, I would absolutely suck at marketing because then you, you think of all the logistical things that, you know, you have to do this to do that. And, and kids don't care about and that. And did I, did I upset this person and all is this going to offend somebody? You know, exactly. it's like so, so much of the stuff, it's like it stops you almost from That's it. the message. That's it. Yeah. Nice. So standout truck. Tell yeah. us about that. It's a truck that helps you stand out. Yeah, what do you do? Yeah, you drive pretty, around? Pretty, and pretty much. We have, so we have a, a, a three-sided uh, digital billboard truck, um, and we advertise messages for, for, com- for, um, for companies. Uh, we promote events. We celebrate people. There's a lot of things we do, but it's just it, it started. So I wrote this book. You know, everything about me is a story. Can you tell I'm a marketer? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this book called Launch and Stand Out. And when I was running Stinky Cakes, my my first um, company that did pretty well, um, I got sick because I wasn't taking care of my my health. And I always tell entrepreneurs, business people, business professionals, like, please put your health first. Um, and and I was because I wasn't doing this. I was up. All night working, not resting, not sleeping, going days, and then I ended up being like over three, a little bit over three hundred pounds. So I ended up in the ICU and um, high blood pressure, all sorts of crazy things. And um, I, I said, man, I got to take a break. I gotta, I gotta, I can't do this. So I, I put um, stinky cakes on pause because I was like, okay, I, I need to lose hundred pounds. That's my goal is to lose hundred pounds. And um, when I lose 100 pounds, then I'll get back into business. So I took a job at Westover Job Corps in Chicopee because, like, I love working with the youth. Like, I, if if I could spend the rest of my life just teaching the youth what I have in my brain so they could go and execute it, I will do that all day. And I also feel like you love working, period. Like, you're just... I have to be doing know, something. You're just, yeah, you're yeah. just a busy... You're always yeah. doing something. I'm, so. the, I'm the type guy, like, when it's retirement time, I'm a sad, I'm retired, but I'm going to have projects going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Like, I, side, I, side hustles. Yeah, I have to do yet. something. Yeah. But so the, so at Job Corps, because at, with Stinky Cakes, we were delivering a lot of um, baby gifts and I was seeing a lot of like single mothers and, and, and the guys weren't there. So like, I was like, okay. And even if you look at my 40 under 40 writer from Business West, we talk about this idea. So the whole thing was, okay, we're going to teach these young men to be men and be responsible and all that, all that stuff. It was cool. But what happened at Job Corps was the kids, they, they started saying, mister, something, something different, you're different, something different about you. And they started Googling me. Then they realized like I was a business owner. And they was like, all this stuff you're teaching us is great, but can you teach us business too? And that whole thing turned to being like um, how we, I ended up turning, turning that, these um, conversations I had with them into this real simple book called Launch and Stand Out. And people that read it today, they always go, Mike, I, I finished this thing in a day. It's such great information. I couldn't put it down. And, and the reason it's so simple to read is because I wrote that book with my job core students in mind. So some of those kids... They, they didn't finish high school. They didn't have the um, um, high school de- uh, diplomas. So, like, I, I wanted to be when they pick that book up and read it, they can still feel comfortable and not feel like they're not good enough. So that's that's where that, that whole thing started. I love it. I love I love how busy you are and your hustle and your story. But we're already at our first break. So thank you for listening. This is Tara Brewster. We're at the Western Mass Business Show. And I'm with Michael Connolly today of StandoutTruck.com, Marketing and Cupcakes. And Stinky Cakes, which we still need to talk about when we get back, because everyone's probably like, what is Stinky Cakes? Because it sounds gross. Anyway, (laughs) we'll be right back. Thanks so much.
The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with my good friend, Michael Connolly. Mike Connolly, um, who if you don't know him, you should know him because he's everywhere. Every time I open up my LinkedIn or (laughs) my social media, there he is doing his thing, spreading the love, talking about marketing or how to, and just, you know, really just shining a light on himself and his business and the greater community and everything he does. So if you missed the first segment, you'll have to wait for the podcast to come out to listen to it. But we're talking about what Mike does and how he sort of arrived at the place that he is. But he did this really amazing work stint at Westover Job Corps. So talk a little bit about Westover Job Corps before you talk about your book. Okay, awesome. So yeah, so Job Corps is an amazing program. It allows kids to get their high school diploma um, and or GED, and then it, um, and, and it teaches them a trade. So it's like a great opportunity for for, for, the, for the youth. I think it's 16 through 24, might be 22. Don't quote me on the age range, but it's a really amazing program. And is it at Westfield Air Force Base, or where where is it yeah, located? It's, so it's in Chicopee. Yeah. So yeah, okay. so it's right over there in Chicopee. So um, the base is right there, too. Yeah, right, it's like right behind the base is oh. where Job Corps is. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm like on Memorial Drive, yep. driving my car, and I know where the base is. And yeah, I've just I've never been there, and for me, I'm really place oriented and yep. geographically positioned, so I need to like be there. But yeah, that's great. I think that's really amazing. And so you were doing marketing there. No, so I w- I took a job as a residential advisor because I had paused um, stinky cakes. I was like done with business, and I needed to do something. Yeah. So I I, I took a job as a RA because I just wanted. I really my whole mission was to get in there and talk to those young men as much as possible. Because like like I said, my 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 mission is to take the knowledge that I have and give it to as many young people as possible. So I, I just what I wanted to do, and I was I was the goal was to help them. You know learn soft skills and, and just and help them to become better men. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That was the idea. But once they figured out that I, I was a business person, they started asking me to teach them business. And every night, we, is a, we, they call it accountability. It's basically a roll call. You have you got about an hour to like make everyone checks in. We go into one room and make sure everyone's there and they could address any concerns or whatnot. So typically accountability would take maybe like 10, 15 minutes. My accountability used to be like an hour, hour and a half. Because the, just the questions they were asking me. So, like, we had so many great questions. I started jotting down notes about, you know, because I, okay, well, tomorrow we're going to talk about this and the after we're going to talk about that. And so those notes ended up becoming this book I wrote called Launch and Stand Out, um, which once once um, Business West had heard what I was doing, because I'm 40 under 40. So business. What year? 2009. We were the same year. Yep. It's crazy. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, so they heard what I was doing at, at Job Corps, and they wrote this really nice, maybe two, two and a half page article about it. And um, but in it, we, the book was mentioned. And then what happened was colleges then started asking me to come and speak um, about what I know at the colleges. And then from this, from speaking, people started asking me to do consultant work. So people started hiring me as a consultant. And then during those consultant times, like I realized I was getting a lot of the same questions. So like I'm I'm a system builder. So like then I end up creating an online course, um, um, launchingstandout.com, where I was just all the same questions. So that I would say, okay, I have a course on email marketing. Just go here and watch the course, and then once you watch the course, book a session with me. So it just became way more efficient. But the crazy thing is, like one of my mentors is John Sortino. So John Sortino is the guy that started the Vermont Teddy Bear Company. 
So I, I called John, and when, with Stinky Cakes, John taught me how to run my radio ads because he grew Vermont Teddy Bear with radio ads. So when I wanted to learn about radio ads, I sought him out, and he taught me radio ads. So I love this. I was just in Vermont with my kids, and we went to this place called the Echo Leahy Center, which is right on the, Bur- the water in Burlington, um, the Science Museum Center. And they had this little thing about Vermont Teddy Bear and the stuffing and the story yep. and the recycling and the process and all this stuff. Um, and I was there to see Circus Mercus and it's like this youth traveling performance group. So oddly enough, I was looking at the Vermont teddy bear website because I'm intrigued and I'm all about local and small. And, and I had forgotten that you had this connection with him, <laughs> but I'm going to tie it all together right now. Circus Mercus is doing this, um, online auction they do every year. And there's a Vermont teddy bear wow. up for auction with a, I love Circus Mercus shirt on. <laughs> so I'm like actively like bidding on this thing and I keep getting outbid, but well, I should talk to you about that because I need some Vermont teddy bears for That's a present. It. That's so, it. Um, so, so tell us about John. Are you connected with him? Is yeah. It, yeah, yeah. John's yeah. amazing. When you want to talk about like marketing genius and marketing brilliance, like so. I so I have a Mount Rushmore of of entrepreneurship and marketing, and that Mount Rushmore is there's John Sertino from Monteiri Beer, there's Mike Kittrich, Yankee Candle, there's David Klein from. Uh, Jelly Belly, Jelly Beans, then there's Wally Amos, and then there's the Ben and Jerry's guys, okay? So, like, every, so, I rewind, I learned about these guys in the Bahamas as a five, as a five-year-old in that young range, because before I could play my Nintendo, going to this original Nintendo, this how, I, I just want to make sure you guys know I'm 40 for real. <laughs> I'm 43, so it's okay. <laughs> but, but before I could play my video, I had to read, so I, I, started to gravitate towards business publications. And the only reason was because my stepfather, he had a pest control business and we would go to different people's homes. And I, and I, as a kid, I look at it like this, there's people with money, people without money. Right. So the people, the only reason I knew they had money or not is because if they complain us about us being there, the people who I thought didn't have money, they're like, Oh man, I had to take the day off. So you guys could do this, blah, blah, blah. And then the people with money would just be sitting down just there. Like, okay, I want to be like them. So then I, I was always very observant. So I realized the people with no, but they didn't have money on their coffee tables. They had like entertainment magazines and they'd be watching like game shows or soap operas. And the people with money, they'd be watching, um, they had a, on their t- tables, it'd be, be business magazines and they'd be watching the TV show with the ticker, which was a stock market. So yeah, be, the news or whatever. Right. Yeah. So before I could, before I could play my games, like I said, I had to read something anyway. So I started asking, Hey, can I take one of these magazines home to read? And then that's how I learned about John Sertino. And that's how I learned about Mike Kittridge and Dave Klein and Ben, ben and Jerry's and, 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 and Wally Amos. So, like, that's when I became fascinated. Because I, I couldn't understand, like, the tech stuff and all the other stuff. But the candy and the candles and the I, I, and ice Retail, cream. Retail. Tactile. I could manufacturing. Underst- yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Those, those other things, like, that, that yeah, meant yeah. nothing to me. But, yeah, yeah. But the little simple things, I'm like, oh, man, this is amazing. Yeah. So, like, I, that's how I learned about John. So that's how I actually knew he grew his business on radio. I learned about that years before. So like when I was trying to grow stinky cakes and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do radio. And I tried to do it by myself and nothing happened. I was like, man, I got radio, radio. I, the Vermont teddy bear guy. So like, I didn't have his contact info. I didn't, so I, I, I Google him. And I couldn't find his info anywhere. I, I promise you, I went like to the last page of Google and then they gave me like an email and a phone number. But the, um, and the, it was, no, it was just an email. 
And it was from the learning annex when he had spoken, like in the early '90s. So I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot this. E-. And it was like an AOL email too. So I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot this email and see. So this person responds. So, so John responds because I said, hey, I'm, I'm in, I'm in Springfield, Mass, right next to Vermont. I don't mind coming to, to meet you. If, if I was just a couple of minutes to, to learn, learn um, business from you. This is really what I did. So I love you. <laughs> he shoots. So he responds. He was like, hey, Mike, yeah, I would, I don't, I would love to meet you. I'm, I don't live in Vermont anymore. I live in Cambridge now. So come out to Cambridge and we could meet. And so we sat up this time to meet via email. So I told, I told my wife, I was like, listen. <laughs> we, I'm either and my family. I'm either about to go meet the Vermont Teddy Bear guy, or I'm about to go meet a serial killer. Either way, here's where I'm going. So I, so I go out there, and it was John, and like John, in like 15 minutes, he taught me like radio. I was like, quick, like yeah, do this, 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 and this, and you're, you're good. But then we start talking business, and I was like, man, I realized, oh, this is when I learned about the term cogs because I was I didn't know what cogs. What do you mean cogs? I just I don't know what that means. And he's like, well, if you don't if you don't know your cogs, you don't know if your business is profitable or not. And then this dude literally gives me the Vermont teddy bear cogs for me to follow. And like at that moment, once I did that, that's when Stinky Cake started making money. And if I had did that from the beginning, we would have been way more successful. But like that's why I always tell people like you got to surround yourself with people that that did it and do it because they're gonna teach you stuff that you don't even know. And and. Kudos to you for going for it, because so many people. (laughs) I had nothing to lose, though. I had nothing to lose. That's it. Like so many people don't (laughs) connect people together to like date or whatever because they're like, oh, this ain't gonna work out. I don't want this on me. You know, fear (laughs) fear of failure, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, and if you don't have that, you know, there's there's like the loss of opportunity if you don't do that, right? It's true. So, like on the back of my book, like the, the big bold quote I have is. Fear kills more dreams than lack of resources ever will. Yeah, totally. All right, here we are again. Round two is complete. We're rolling. And and I feel like in round three, you're going to tell us what Stinky Cakes is. Maybe we should so. never find out. It's <laughs> <laughs> a mystery. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm not promising for round three, but maybe definitely by the end of the show, I promise. All right. This is the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Michael Connolly of StandoutTruck.com, who is my buddy, and I'm so happy you're here. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is my friend Mike Connolly of Standout Truck and marketing and cupcakes and shout out loud book what is your book stand out launch and stand launch out launch and stand out i was like jump up and cheer it's like what is it there's so many right but i feel like before we go on what is stinky cakes so so stinky cakes we we had launched that in 2007 it's a baby gift company where we took disposable diapers we made them look like cakes we customized and we did ridiculous themes like whatever people wanted we just made, made it fun because the reason we did that okay hold on so when when we had our first son like this kid had got so many things he could open his own baby store and my sons are 18 months apart yeah Yep, eighteen months. They getting old. I'm forgetting, but so so it's proof. Yeah, yeah, proof. Crossing over. <laughs> yeah, 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 this is true. <laughs> so when my second son was born, they wanted to give him all this same stuff again, a big old. But I said, no, 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 no. We just need diapers. And I, and I realized like like people don't like giving diapers as a gift. So like my entrepreneurial brain, my 
obsessive brain. Like, why why don't people like giving diaper, diapers? It's the most practical thing. You know they're going to use the diapers. But what I realized was gift giving was a two-way street. So the person giving the gift wants to feel, oh, my goodness. And the person receiving the gift wants to feel, oh, my goodness. And if that's not happening both ways, it's not doesn't feel like it's a great gift. Eve, so that's why even though diapers are most practical, no one feels like, oh, my goodness, or excited to give someone diapers. So once I realized that problem, then I was like, okay, how can I solve that? So then we go, okay, let's just make diaper giving fun. Like, just make it something like where people can get excited about. And so I, I, I have this moment where I'm like, well, I, I can make the diapers look like a cake because I went through everything that's at the baby shower that people are bringing anyway. And so I thought I was a genius. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make this thing called a diaper cake. And I Google it and it's already, it already existed. But I was like, nah, nah, I'm doing this because Steve Jobs didn't invent the telephone. He made the iPhone. So I'm going to make the iPhone of diaper cakes. And after that day, like, I never looked up another diaper cake ever. So I want everything to come from my brain. So we started doing like, like, um, we did the the, the, the um, Brazilian brilliant diaper soccer cake team. for yeah, my yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yep. Then we did the cherry blossom one with the the, the diaper sushi. Then we like we then we did one like a, it was like a hundred and something. I forget. It was just huge for Doctor Seuss with all the different characters and the books popping out. So like we just took it to a whole another level. Like my brain is wired so different. Like I, I I'm because once again I'm a kid. So you you put me in the room with the problem. I'm gonna come up with a solution. Like and I feel like you had a truck. Then too, did the you have a mobile? Yeah, minivan. Yeah, I, I feel like you <laughs> are like a, a ride and die <laughs> person too. You got to like go Entrepreneurial hard. brain, <laughs> like you like have your vehicle. Yeah. If you gonna go, go for it. Yeah. So yeah. Now, so we had a minivan and we had it wrapped in pink and white. I mean, sorry, pink and blue, and then big old um, teddy bear holding diapers on the side, and it says because moms need diapers with stinkycakes.com, and it just drew attention to the website, and people were buying them. It was pretty. It was it was it was a fun time. Yeah. So when did that <laughs> end how long was that run for so we did that probably until 2012 when i did the job court thing because what i did was i had shut down the shopping cart so only people with gift cards could could buy because but i need like i said i was 100 pounds over so i needed to i needed to just take care of me Mm -hmm. so yeah and i feel like that's that's a lot of the conversation now is people really caretaking for themselves and putting the oxygen mask on you have to you have to but I would be remiss if I didn't talk about why the marketing for uh, Stinky Cakes was so smooth. So, like, I had this strategy and I had this plan. And, like I said, I went to HCC. But at HCC, I was on the Student Senate. And because I was on the Student Senate, I ended up going to this fundraiser at this amazing, amazing house, like, with, with, a, with a tennis court and a bowling alley. Wait a it. minute. Is it in Leverett? <laughs> it's in Leverett. <laughs> so I, it was Mike. We're not going to give the geographical <laughs> No, no, not exactly where. But we can't it, name the street. <laughs> no, but it's over there. But it's really nice. But, um, but Mike, like I said, he was on my Mount Rushmore. So, like, I, I, I meet him. He was walking around, and everybody was, like, afraid to talk to him. And, I, and, I, and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm not afraid to talk to anybody. So, like, I was like, Mr. Kittrich, can you please tell me your story? Like, not the, not the magazine version, not the, not the TV version. Like, how'd you do it? And it, like, took him back. He's like, hmm. And, like, in 20 minutes, and I promise you, this was the first time I had a normal conversation, conversation in my life when I spent 20 minutes talking to Mike Kittrich. Um, in that 20 minutes, like, he helped me understand, like, how he did it. And then he helped me understand that, 
yeah, I have a unique brain, but I use it the right way to make your dreams come true. So like when I was done talking to him, I promise you, and this is why I only have a, a, a two-year degree from HCC. I was already accepted to UMass, and my, my family was going to help me pay. But Mike Kittridge, when he was done talking, he looked me in the eye, he said, young man, you have what it takes. Go make it happen. And I promise you, that's why I don't have a, a, a big, uh, I, I don't know, a better degree or whatever you'd say. Bachelor. Yeah, bachelor's or master's. Yeah. That's the only reason yeah. I don't have it. I love that. I yeah. feel like I, I didn't know that he, like, was that sort of crossroads for you um, to either keep going to school or not. Oh, I, yeah. I, I knew that he was one of your um, Rushmores, which I yeah. love that you just, like, slid that in there. I was like, <laughs> wait, what? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so cool. I love that you just said that. Because yeah. um, you have five, right? You have yep, four. Yep, five. Yeah, five. Because the Ben and Jerry's guys, yeah. there's two guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I love this too. This is totally tying into my Vermont family trip because we stopped at the only factory that gives tours, the Ben and Jerry's tour. Yep, um, I think it's in Waterbury. I don't know if you've ever been, but there's one factory. They have three. Um, they have two in Vermont and then one in the Netherlands. Okay. And the one in Vermont, um, I think it's in Waterbury. You can actually go for a tour and tour the plant and get tastings and stuff like that. It was really cool. Yeah, um, that's so if you awesome. haven't done that, you should do a road trip in your truck. Done deal. Yeah, and check it out. <laughs> um, yeah, I I knew um, Michael Kittredge back in the day, and just great guy. Same. Yeah, he I, would come into Jackson and Connor and just be this super down to earth guy and. Got to meet his family and his son, Mick. And, um, yeah, I mean, what you said and more. Like, just Brilliant. someone who was yeah. so approachable and kind, yeah. you know? Like, someone with that much wealth and that much notoriety. If you've um, never heard of Michael Kittredge, <laughs> he started Yankee Candle. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's wild about that? Like, I tell people all the time about Mike Kittredge, like, if you had the chance to talk to him, and we lost him, I think it was in 2019. But and but I so I tell people like he that name will always go, as long as I'm around, his name's gonna go on because he's tied to my story. I, I, I um and I'm but I'm gonna tell you why. But like if I tell people all the time when it comes to Mike, if you had the time, the opportunity to speak with him and talk marketing or talk customer acquisition or customer wants and needs with him, like you'll realize like that 500 million that he sold Yankee Candle for. It, he, that could have been a used chewing gum company, and it would have still been five hundred million. That mind, that man's mind was so brilliant, and he was so clear on what his customers wanted. On like Steve Jobs level at what what his customers wanted or needed, and he he could have them like he could have them buying in his mind twelve years ahead, and they like they'll walk down that line year one through twelve buying exactly how he said. Like he knew his customer, he understood how to get them to do what he wanted him to do. I still think we should take a field trip to Kringle Candle. We should. I Sh feel like Whoa, Nick, so Nick would really appreciate knowing you and hearing this. I would love to tell him, yeah. yeah. You know what I tell people, to, to people too, about, about Mike's son, Mick? I go, see, you got to realize, see, people think like, well, okay, yeah, he'll do well because his dad did well. It doesn't, no, that's not true. There's a lot of people who's tried to do what their parents did or in the same family business and they can't do it. But like, Shout out to Mick for being able to 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 take the blueprint and run with it and do do what he did of what at Kringle too. Yeah, and I feel like it's hard um, to follow in mm -hmm. successful footsteps. So um, Mick would be equivalent to Michael Jordan's son 
play, or Steph Curry's son coming up to play basketball. Yeah, exactly. So, that, so exactly Mick, shout that. out, shout out to Mick for being able to to do it. Yeah. All right. We got to go on a road trip together in the future. Let's do it. We'll go up to Bernardston. Okay. Round three. We did it. Uh, we're going to move on to round four, but we have to take a little break first. This is Tara Brewster, and you're listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I am talking today with Michael Connolly of Standout Truck and Marketing and Cupcakes and more. Standout and launch. Launch and stand <laughs> launch out. Launch and stand out. <laughs> you got oh, to launch before I you know. can stand out. Right. Stand, stand out, launch, and then stand out again. Um, we'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with my friend Michael Connolly of Standout Truck, Marketing and Cupcakes, and Stand Up Launch and Stand Up Again. There you go. Launch and Stand Stand Out, Launch and Stand Out Again. New book. It's going to be his new book. Uh, TBD on the date, but it's a great title, don't you think? Um, So we've just been talking about a lot of things, and I, I know you wanted to kind of close the loop on your Mount Rushmore uh, mentors. So what what else did you have to say about that from the last segment? Yeah, it's just crazy that this kid from the Bahamas that had a dream of having a successful business in America ended up working with a guy like Mike Harris that sent me this amazing letter when I was when I wrote him and asked him, you know, here's what I'm doing with this new business, um, Stinky Cakes. And he just gave me, wrote this letter like, it kind of showed me, like, if it was his business, how he would do it. And that was like an MBA. And I followed. That was my original blueprint. And then to be working with John Sotina, the Vermont teddy bear guy, and create a, a course called the 100 Grand, Grand Plan, where we teach people how to make their first 100000 And the reason I wanted to do that, because John and Mike didn't know each other. But when I sat and talked business about them, they both said the same thing. And I realized it was like a, a formula, like a system, how they did it. So we created the 100 Grand Plan to show people what that looks like. And then um, even Dave Klein, like when you look at the back of the book, Launch and Stand Out, Dave Klein read the book and he gave a nice review. And it's just, it's, it's, I want people to understand, man, go after your dreams. Like, just go do it. Don't be afraid. I tell those students that I talk to all the time, like the word failure, it doesn't exist. It just is not a real word. Fear is not, a, it's not real. The, the, the things that going to stop you from from doing something, you ha- now you have to do it. So that's, that's em- embrace, embrace that. And 98% of it is you, right? It's It's like you're either going to do it for yourself or you're going to stop yourself from doing it. You know, it's not anybody else who really cares or is going to remember whether you failed or not or took a step or not. So So I'm saying that's why it doesn't exist. It's not real. It's not a real word. Yeah. So the 100 grand plan, where does it live? Oh, you just go to 100grandplan.com. online. (laughs) you're... Vehicles and websites. You, you got to. Ten, ten words, right? Ten words or less. <laughs> I love it. Um, so we've had Ned on the show before of VentureX, which is where you have your office mm-hmm. um, and where you park your truck very regularly, which is um, right in uh, Lower Holyoke on yep. Lower Westfield Road, I think, yep. at the mm-hmm. Ingleside Mall, the, yep. the X right there. That was a whole lot of Holyoke remembering right there <laughs> off the cuff. Um, so talk a little bit about that and your relationship with Ned and why you chose that spot and um, standout truck. Yeah, it's so funny. So Ned is, is also one of my current mentors. And it's, I, I, you know, I thought I had it all figured out with standout truck. Well, I'm going to just do my home office. I don't need a space. And then Melissa, um, she asked me to come and check out this place. Let's just give a shout out to Melissa. Yeah, shout out to Melissa. Melissa. Yeah. Halleck. Halleck. 
Um, so amazing. Yeah. Formerly of VentureX, taking a little pause, but formerly, formerly of Business West, and now with Business West again. Yep, yep. She was there at the 40, 40 Under 40, 40 event um, helping out, and she's just phenomenal. So, so love Melissa. Melissa just knows, like, I have a big mouth, and I'm really good at spreading the word about things. Like, I help other people stand out. It's like, that's just where I'm at now, right? Yeah, one hand washes the other. That's for it. Sure. Yep. So I, I came to, to take a tour and check out the place, and at the end, and this was just time, and Ned pops up. He's like, hey, how are we? And Ned is like, if you meet Ned, like, you just, you just, you got to love him. So, like, I, so he says, he convinces me to, to have my office. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. But, like, that was the best decision I made over the past um, three seasons with Standout Truck because, like, Ned has taught me so much. The biggest lesson, so just so you understand, like, the little things mentors teach you. Ned taught me to avoid conflict in business. Now, I was always from the school that business is, <laughs> business is war, right? So the whole time, that's so why I was, go, go. You don't want to get like, ah. And speaking your mind. Right? You know, like you've always spoken All the time. your mind. And, All the time. You know, conflict tends to come from With that, using I, your voice or being truthful or that's it. And I, not caring. Listen, I will always be that. First of all, I got to, let me, my personal motto is create dope stuff and stay sucker free. So like I, I just and all that means is run towards the positive energy, stay away from the negative energy, right? So like so like that's my whole thinking. And I understand like like dope people or positive people are gonna be attracted and we could we could do things together and the negative people won't ever like me. So like that's why I was never been afraid of conflict. Cause I I, I just put the dope people in the dope bucket and the suckers in the sucker bucket, right? <laughs> But 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 Ned Ned taught me. no well because the no, suck, it's, it they, makes they drain your energy why it's like weeding it out weeding it out so, so which so, bucket are you exactly yeah, you're, you're cool you're not you're cool you're and not. they make that decision I don't yeah, even have to make yeah, a decision yeah. I just sit and watch yeah but but Ned taught me to avoid conflict and like of the avoiding conflict thing makes makes the the clarity as to to see where people belong in your life so much better so like the whole the last two and a half years being around Ned and just seeing how he does. And Ned's a very great business person. He He's not soft or a pushover in any kind of way. Well, I was kind of laughing because he's, he's like a young professional, but he's like an old young professional. He like came around the loop twice, yep. right? Yep, he exactly. just has so much energy, but he's, exactly. an, he's an older gentleman um, who's Super. done it and done it again and done it again. And that's it. So much energy and passion. Yeah. But he's super knowledgeable. But, yeah. but, but so that and, um, yeah, but so I love Nat, man. I love Vent VentureX. is a great place. You're looking for a place to, to start or grow your business. It's an amazing place. And so talk about Standout Truck. What do you do? How do you do it? What is your philosophy around Standout Truck? So, yes, simple ads work. That's my philosophy with Standout Truck. Um, and I, like what I tell people what I do, I'm the chief standout server. I'm, not, I'm the CEO and founder, but my title is chief standout server. So I, all my sales guys, my whole team, I tell them, you know, what we do, people that are standing out, we just, we just help those people. We, we magnify their messages. We let as many people know possible about what they do. And so what does your trucks look like? So, is it, is, so we have, picture, picture a box truck but with three huge TVs on the side. So, but in, 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 um, we drive around to different locations. We just, like I said, how it works overall is, is based on a strategy. So like, for example, I have, I have this, this organization out of Boston that is bringing that footprint out here. So for the next three months, uh, every day of the week, we highlight 10 of the businesses 
uh, 10 different businesses that are members of the organization. And then so now we have the whole um, Western Mass starting to know about that organization. Or we had something as, as simple as we had a, a, a shop that opened in Wilbraham over the weekend, and they brought us in to be a big sign to let people know now they, now they open. Was it Kelly's store? It was Kelly, yep. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love Kelly. Kelly's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> The, gra- the grattyshop.com, G-R-A-T-I. Shout out, Kelly. Yeah, she um, <laughs> formerly was just doing it online, and so she just stepped into brick and mortar, which I'm excited about. Yeah. And then we, we, we do stuff with, with, with bigger companies, like we even have uh, the local one, the casino in Springfield. Um, they booked us for the whole summer because they they're doing this Friday concert series. So we... Uh, six hours on Fridays, we drive in between Springfield and West Springfield, just reminding people about the concert nice. series. So like, there's a million ways to, that, to to utilize a standout truck. But like for me, what makes it special is that I get to use the things that Mike Kittridge and John Sertino and David Klein um, um, taught me for my business that helped me grow my businesses. Now I get to do it for other businesses. So the, the, for me, is like, not just the ad time or that they buy on on the trucks, but then also helping them work on their marketing messages and help them with strategies that I believe would help them, you know, stand out best. And so that's what we do. I I, I love working with businesses all sizes, and 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 it's like I'm really don't I don't even feel like I work anymore. Like every day. Oh, um, yeah. That means you're gonna. <laughs> launch something new. No, 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 no. I think I got, I'm, I'm, so it's all balanced now, right? So like, so I have marketing and cupcakes, the events that I put on the teach marketing. Then the create dope stuff and stay sucker free book program where um, anytime someone buys one of those shirts at create dope stuff, um, dot com, um, a kid, a kid gets, a kid gets a book. But so, and then, so I, I do that. Right, but then, but then the standout truck is still the same thing. Everything's all surrounded around marketing and advertising. And the reason everything's like I'm self-diagnosed ADHD. So the only reason I say self-diagnosed <laughs> is because I'm a I'm, I have a, a foster son and two bio sons, and two of my three boys are diagnosed with ADHD. So each time I was doing those checklists, I was like, "That's me. That's me. Check, check, check." So like ninety-five out of a hundred questions was me. So I know I have it, but like. But it's a super weapon to me. But I, I organize everything with domain names and create systems based on that. And now so I'm able to do all that I do. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on it. I was and like, but, yeah, website. Yep. And that's like also it. where all those posts that I make on LinkedIn and Facebook that everyone loves, I have those organizing categories, too. So that's, that's you know, that's what it is. Well, I love you. You're great. I love I'm you, I'm so You're glad amazing. that we're still in each other's lives. And um I know no one can see it, but we all have on red and black and gray. And so we'll have to post a picture of Monty too this time because we are just, we are really bringing the style right now. But um, Michael Connolly, it's been great to have you on the show. Um, thank you so much for joining me. And I would be remiss if I didn't thank the sponsors of this show, Greenfield Savings Bank, my employer, a mutual bank of over 150 years in Franklin and Hampshire County with 10 branches, and also Business West, George O'Brien and his team. I keep uh, hanging out with them, which is great. Love them. But thank you for listening out there. Uh, you've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster. Thank you so much, Mike Connolly, Thanks for joining. For Thanks so for nice me. to be here with you. And. Uh, 